0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hello, welcome to Garibaldi Red as we reflect on Nottingham Forest's 1-0 defeat at Bournemouth, which ends their automatic promotion hopes, unfortunately, although we're determined not to make this a particularly downcast podcast as we look ahead to the playoffs and reflect on tonight's game. First of all, in the company of the Reds fan Michael Temple. Hello, Temp. Are you okay? Evening, Matt. Good. Thank you. And joining us as well is a man who says he's at peace after tonight in Forza Garibaldi's Greg Mitchell. I'm going to put our names up now. Greg, are you okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh, God. God. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be all right. I promise. It'll be
1: all right. Good. Good. It'll be all right. You're the first person I've spoken to since.
0: I yeah, didn't. it's your missus who went to the game, didn't she?
1: Yeah, she's just rang me. I just had a quick crowd update and, you know, I feel for them all. But, you know, when you've just watched the home fans celebrate in front of you and, you yeah, know, I feel for them, but I don't think you'll hear many people or none at all, hopefully, slagging off that team tonight because although we were tired and I know we're going to talk a lot about Stuff I just think we we should be so proud of what happened so far this season, and now we've got a whole new little mini season to come, and I can't wait for it. But we can feel sad for a few hours, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I turned I turned it off almost on the final whistle. I just wanted to make sure that the Bournemouth players didn't go mental in front of Forest players and spark a riot. Although I did see Paul Taylor, my old colleague on Twitter, saying that a few Bournemouth fans got a bit overzealous in their celebrations in front of the Forest fans, which Laura might have said to you, Greg, which is. Not Mm. what you want to hear. But anyway, fair play to Bournemouth. We'll come into it. They were the better team. It's called a good goal. Um, Temps, we'll start with you, because I remember talking about the game. One of the things you said was, not unreasonably, they won't go there and die wandering. But I do think maybe, do Forest come back? Maybe having died wandering, will they have regrets about the way they went about it tonight?
2: Yeah, second half for sure. There there was no plan B or, or, or plan C, was there? The most incisive pass came from the... The goal in the dire moment, so yeah, they'll regret not making the changes that could have um, brought them back into the game, given them a platform lack of ball retention. They looked spent, didn't they? There were a few boys out there who were just patched up and, and pushed out, and on reflection they'll they'll know that they they got it wrong tactically tonight, but as, as Greg said. How can we sit here and criticise a team that's created this scenario from uh, from from nothing? The, the best tweet I've seen so far is that Chris Hooten costs his automatic promotion. So yeah, <laughs> credit, look, credit to everyone that's uh, that 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 that's out there. Didn't happen tonight, but I'm uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and kick their heads in.
0: What about you, Greg? I mean, the second half is just disappointing, isn't it? But like you say, we everyone, we've got to emphasise you can't be critical of how they've gone about it in general this season at all.
1: First half, we at the bar. We had a completely legitimate goal ruled out. We had some horrific decisions against us. That first half was probably we were on top. All they were talking about during the break was, was Forest. And I thought, we're a better second-half team. I think the officials sat the life out of us tonight. You know, you can't ignore how bad they were. For both teams, again, we've had terrible officials. But that second half, the commentator said we had one touch before the goal in the penalty box. So we were shattered. We, we were injured. We were battered. We were bruised. we have been ragged all over the pitch without getting the decisions our way. And we looked tired. But when we lose games, we come back 10 times stronger, like every other time it's happened on the rare occasions this season. So is Chris... Uh, <laughs> God, Chris Uton, you've got him in his (laughs) mum. Steve Cooper on Saturday has some decisions to make with the key players. Like, do we rest them or is third place very important? Like, does it depend on who we're going to get in sixth? Or it could be a weird scenario where, you know, it looks like it's going to be Middlesbrough in sixth place and then you think he's fourth better. I don't know. The season starts again. After 90 minutes on Saturday, and all these feelings we've had the last couple of days are gonna come back. And <laughs> if I can cope with that, but we're gonna be the big fish in that in that playoff pool. We really are, and get this disappointment out of the way quick. Fans, players, everyone, because you know, we can mope about tonight, but it's gonna be a special few weeks coming up and we've got to be ready for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people in the comments are saying. Reflecting what we're saying, I guess Gus is for tonight the better side. One, the ref is poor. I mean, we should talk about the ref. Uh, we'll talk about the linesman separately, I suppose. Um, um, initially, I thought Atwell was in that camp for being rubbish for both sides, but second half he seemed to progress very much into the camp of being utter rubbish for Forest. Temps, I mean, Brennan Johnson. I don't think had a good game. He never got into it, but it's very hard to get into it if the Bournemouth defenders are allowed to just put their arms around you and shove you off the ball when nothing happens time after time
2: first up I think odd decision to chuck in a, you know a Premier League ref. why do we need a Premier League ref? We've had fellas rough in the championship all year who know the nuances, know understand the physicality, know the, the differences between the divisions. So yeah, a bit of a bit of an odd one for me that. Some weird decisions, um, not even close calls um, that, that that went against us. I'm thinking Zinc and Agle foul first half. I'm thinking the the, the offside decision which will Come on to talk about but yeah they did shut brennan down by um those niggling fouls those little pushes in the back the kind of half trip um they were quite savvy weren't they like they were wise to that they worked out what they could uh, get away with and and and, and suffocated us um, for that and it's, it's good to see actually the the the, the balance from the, the the forest supporters and the reaction we've seen on um, social media um having a bit of a dig at the ref but acknowledging at the same time that bournemouth were decent too they were good for it they had um, some beasts in midfield, some really physical players, and uh, bring in um, Kiefer off the off off the bench. more off the bench um, was a, a level of depth that we're lacking at this moment in time with the injuries that we've uh, that we've that we've got. Um, so yeah, we didn't get we didn't get the protection from the the ref, but um, that's not why Bournemouth had the platform that they had. That's not why we couldn't find a way to to, to shuffle the deck get a platform in the game. That's not why we couldn't retain the ball um, second half. That's because we were tired, probably a bit emotionally spent. And as, as Greg said, it's, it's time to um, put a bit of a full stop there. Uh, reset, go again. And I'll, I'll be fascinated to see what he does team-wise on Saturday.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I wanted to say about the officials was the Lino in the first half, who just seems to get every decision wrong. There was a point where it was, not obviously a corner it was probably a corner and he just looked at Atwell like he'd asked him out on a date and was waiting for the answer and then (laughs) stared at him and then told me I'm not allowed (laughs) I'm not saying he's corrupt I'm saying he's incompetent that was the rule before we started (laughs) but anyway stared longingly um, into his eyes yeah sorry then ran back to the corner flag I'm going to give you a chance Greg don't worry Uh, and then let the ref make the decision who had no view at all and then obviously there's the offside which isn't particularly tight, and then it's a penalty. And those are the fine margins that Forrest perhaps needed on the night. And I don't want to make it all about the refs, because it wasn't about the refs, as Temp's very um, articulately said there. But that is a gripe. Uh, The other one, uh, Johnson, you know, he puts his shoulder on Kelly, hand on Kelly's shoulder, he goes down, and Lino gives it. I mean, just defenders conning linesmen time after time. And Forrest probably do it. You know, Spence probably does it as well. But that was a gripe. Greg? I'm going to give you, you can come off your long run at refs if you want without getting a suit.
1: No, I don't feel like I need to. I think you've ripped into them enough now. I don't really need. However, one thing I was so concerned about was one of our players getting sent off by getting that frustrated. Mm. You know, there was times where Spence looked so, so, and, and, and Jono, like Jono just, he couldn't get into the game tonight, but he doesn't go down. He doesn't take a dive and he doesn't get the foul. He goes down easy when he does get clear knocks on him and he doesn't get the foul. The refs, it seems like they must know about each player's. and who has this unfair reputation now that's really damaging him against things like that. Samba's Sam been brilliant since he came back as well, controlling his, you know, like, I can't think of the word, I don't want to say. But um, it's, it got to the point tonight when, it looked like we'd lost, and I was worried that one of our players was going to get sent off, and that would have just finished it off with me and the officials. We had the one at Luton that's cost us. We had the one tonight, which completely changed the game. It did. It completely changed it, and and we've we've cost now. I'm just so glad you're not going to hear much from Steve Cooper about that. He will move on quicker than any of us, but VAR isn't the answer either. You know that that decision tonight, the flag had gone up, so it would have called the. They play dead anyway, but you know it's just we carry on now and forget about them. Interesting, what's going to happen Saturday? And then you know this new season of three games that I can't wait for. I'll echo Greg's point
2: about um, controlled aggression, channeled emotion, and Samba being the the epitome of that because that's not where he was ten games ago. Mm -hmm. Clearly, someone's got in his ear, had a word, and, and 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 told him that he needs to change his way for the betterment of the team and he did that tonight and yeah, in these pressure situations the cauldron of that atmosphere of the consequence for the season with the outcome of that game we've got to get used to that now because if if we're going to get promoted there's going to be three more pressure cookers cauldrons um, that we need to show that level of uh, maturity calmness that goes beyond what the opposition's Um, capable of so if there's one lesson for us to take from the night rather than analyzing the tape just think about that mental approach from the the Bournemouth players who did regroup who rode their luck a little bit first half with the things we've described there Um, but they were able to dictate the pace of the game to manage possession to manage the game um, in a way that that escaped us maybe it's the depth maybe it's the fact they've got uh, more fit players to choose from and they're not Patching boys up and, and pushing them out, as we said before. But I think Greg's point there needs to be emphasised because that'll be the fine margin um, between the one team that goes up from these playoffs and the three that don't.
0: Uh, apparently, people are saying, and a friend just texted me saying that uh, the ref apologised to Cooper after the game. Cooper said that just five. makes it worse. Mm. That For the makes penalty it so incident. much worse. Yeah, it's like a Man you player, like Bruno, mm. Bruno Fernandez, apologising on Twitter after he's had an absolute two out of 10 performance is pretty but irrelevant.
1: But he's, he's going to be in the Premier League at the weekend. He's going to be refing top games next weekend. He needs a, a month off after that. That that just winds me up, that does, when you hear the apologise, you know. Watch the tapes at half-time and learn at half-time where you've gone wrong. Don't make it even worse in the second half. But I hope he slammed the door in his face, but I'm sure he wouldn't have.
0: <laughs> he's a nice man. Yeah. Um, right, let's go through the game a little bit then. I mean... Temps made a good point. I thought about the Bournemouth midfield. It's not too often that Yates and Garner lose the battle. I think they did tonight. Whether it's you know physically tired or just the fact that Lerma and Billing are big units and just very good players, but it's, it went from the start, didn't it? Really, I put here Forrest losing midfield battle in the first ten minutes, and that that tone never really changed, did it, Temps?
2: Yeah, Billing was box to box, wasn't he? Uh, harried, he closed ground really quickly, chased lost causes. Uh, had a couple of uh, turnovers in 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 Forest third, which put them on the front foot, so yeah, we did lose the midfield battle, not the best we've seen from Jimmy Garner tonight after a period of really positive form um and we didn't have the volume of corners or free kicks for him to demonstrate his um, his prowess there, so yeah, tactically and physically and also in their individual battles, um their midfield were on top, and we haven't been used to that. That's the platform that we've um established the graft from Yatesi, um, the invention from Zinkanagel and that kind of all-round contribution from uh, Garner wasn't quite there tonight. And, and just the holes just developed, didn't they? I know we're trying to go chronological here, but as the, as the game wore on, um, there was more and more space in the middle of the park, which uh, Bournemouth managed to fill. But yeah, in those, in those early knock-ins, um, they established themselves physically and we, we were definitely a little bit wanting.
0: I suppose, though, Greg, it felt to me still like felt like Forest had the better chances in that first half. I know Coleback put in a fantastic tracking back run and clearance, and then soon after he helped set up Brennan, and a little bit tensed maybe it was a good block, and Surridge hit the bar. I mean, could he have maybe tried the same finish he did against Swansea, do you think, there, Greg? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, first three or four minutes, I thought, bloody hell, these have gone at us like a ball. They really have, and I was worried and then we settled into it and we're putting these lovely threaded balls through uh, i don't think we can blame surridge too much for that it was such a a good sudden opportunity and he, he hit the woodwork it was close wasn't it but um it's just a shame we couldn't really continue much more from that we didn't have that many more chances but we certainly looked like we had the better of the first start off um but then I mean, like I say it just went i mean let's not forget Bournemouth. <laughs> But almost the long-term plan started in February with this game, didn't it? All those injuries they had. This is my bitter side coming out now. But that game was called off, and it suited them a hell of a lot. There was never this structural damage. You know, where were the pictures? But it's worked for them. They played the long game. They could see it from a mile off, and they got some players back. And they they did as a they did a job tonight, didn't they? So, fair play to them. Hats off. Uh, but. Yeah, that second half was weird. We we said it half-time, me and my dad, that we're a second-half team, aren't we? Um, looking forward to it, I'd settled down. I was ready for like a big showing and it never came. But I think a tiredness came through. Um, players surely must be rested on Saturday or whether he thinks that won't benefit us, keep them going. I think Yates, when you see a shoulder being injured, that's a little bit of a worry, isn't it? Um And who else cook with his head? I mean, what what, what a monster carrying on, just bleeding for 70 minutes of the game. That's what you love to see, don't you? But did that affect him a little bit? Because he's always the one anywhere in the pitch getting his head on the ball. So surely that affected him. But, you know, he was colossal really again today. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's one of them, isn't it? I'm gutted, but... I am. I'm a little bit at peace now. It's been such a stressful couple of days and now this saga's over. We've got an unbelievable opportunity.
0: Uh, Obviously, legally, we're not saying Bournemouth deliberately got that game called off in February.
1: No, I'm not it. legally. I'm just saying, where's the proof? <laughs> well, let's
2: let's give it half an hour because I think Greg's had his girlfriend doing a structural inspection of the same yeah. looking tonight.
0: <laughs> uh, damage to a roof panel or something. <laughs> up these spurious yeah. claims. Law is now yeah. tearing chairs out of Dean Court or whatever it is. Yeah. Make sure there is structural damage. Probably is, to be fair. <laughs> right. Um, Don't want to dwell on the game too much because we don't want to sound too negative. I suppose a couple of important points that probably showed up perhaps just that lack of depth around the squad temps at the moment people saying on Twitter where's the changes and you kind of think well who are you going to bring on it cried out for Keenan Davis and hopefully he's not too far away and we'll get him in the playoffs but it just perhaps did it just show those little holes that are in the squad when you're chasing a goal especially
2: yeah look it's tough right so every minute of that second half you have to think is there a positive change I can make that can affect the game? And sometimes the boldest decision you can make is to make no decision and to leave the players that you've picked out there on the on the pitch. So if that bench had um, have contained Keenan Davis and he had minutes in him, or if indeed Keenan was in the side and, and Surridge was there, you'd, you'd make a positive change. Um, I, I do trust Lolly and and, and, and coming on for for impact, but I don't think they're the changes to make on um, sixty minutes at this. Uh, moment in time, and the success we've had is because Cooper has backed the players in form, and those that have consistently delivered. He hasn't tinkered, he hasn't rotated. The Saturday coming is the first chance he's had a an opportunity to to, to do that um, in in a game that, as as um, we kind of debated before, uh, doesn't really matter um, in the sense that permutations elsewhere could dictate that third or fourth are, are, are indeed the best place to. Um, to, to finish. So, yeah, it did show a slight lack of depth tonight. Um, I'm not going to criticise Cooper because I think his changes, his tactics, his selections have been exemplary all season. He knows the players, the form, the knocks um, far better than, than than we do. But the lack of change in that 60 to 70 minute period when we're struggling is, is symptomatic of not quite having the depth on the bench that, that he would like.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it was one game where I was thinking, come on, Cooper, make changes. Maybe it was Middlesbrough away, but I certainly wasn't thinking that today. I was thinking, God, hang on and take a point and stop Bournemouth celebrating. I think I got to about 70 minutes. I mean, I, I think we should give Bournemouth credit for the goal. And from Moore, Greg, it feels like a scourge of Nottingham Forest from his Cardiff days. Mm. And it wasn't ahead of this time, but fair play to Bournemouth. That was a really well-worked goal, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, caught napping. It was clever. Uh, and he's a quality finisher, isn't he? So, yeah, it's fair play. It was their night. Um, but that's, you know, when you, you get these parachute payments, you you get to spend the money they spent in January. This is going to happen year in, year out. So to be... I think all the teams in the playoffs won't have had parachute, with they? So there's, at least there's one going up this year <laughs> that's not had that. And times are hopefully changing. But it just shows the massive... You know, warf in in money really coming down from the Premier League, and then teams like ours, who you know we're currently the longest-serving Championship side, aren't we? It's so much harder for us to get up there, and that's why this playoff push, we should be the strongest team in it. It's our biggest biggest opportunity now, and they're going to put everything behind it. Uh, we should be playing at home last, shouldn't we? And you know. History doesn't always repeat itself. We always so many people have got oh, playoffs like it, it doesn't matter. This isn't the forest of old. This is Cooper Ball is different, isn't it? He's a just completely different person. He's, he's modern. These players are on a just different level to what we've had before, and it's not going to be like it has been in previous years. So you know, it's 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 time to get behind him now. Saturday's interesting the clamour for tickets has probably gone as much as it had done the last few days, but there'll probably be a few knocking about, but um, it'll be good to see some of these fringe players maybe get a run or, you know, he goes all out for third place and says, this team deserves it. This is as important a game as any other we've had this season, which I I, I imagine he might go down that route, to be honest. Mm-hmm.
2: Just, just to add to the, the the point about the their goal, um, I think that's the one bit of analysis that Cooper will drill the defensive setup on. You have to mark, Kiefer more in that situation. There's a, that's not a lazy left back who's trying to drag a full back wide. That's a striker who stood fifteen yards from a marker uh, and he hit it, hit it first time and found the corner. That defensive setup will be looked at by the coaching staff, and someone hasn't done their job there. And that's rare. We've prided ourselves on um, defensive solidity from set pieces. And uh, one slipped through the net there. And it's as you said, um, fellas, it's a, it's a boy who's got a bit of a, uh, a track record against us. And he's, he's come back to curse us today. But he has to be man-marked in that position with a free kick
0: in that spot. Um, one thing, there's a comment, a comment in the comments, I should say. Surprisingly, no criticism of the long ball or game. I mean, that's symptomatic of losing midfield, isn't it, Temps? If you're not putting your foot on the ball... And dictating, uh, you know, they didn't dictate the play at all, as we, we so used to seeing. You end up going long, don't you? Yeah, there was no pattern
2: to it, was there? And, and when we were forced to go long, um, we weren't finding feet. The long ball was inaccurate. The ball into feet was pressed by um, the Swansea defense, and they were just happy to be touched tight, not let us turn. When we did lay it off, we were closed down. There was a period of about 10, 15 minutes where we couldn't buy a touch of the football. And mm-hmm. We've got used to that in a sense, haven't we? We we, we did a job on uh, on Fulham with 25% possession, but our lack of ability to retain the ball was a was a concern. And as we said, they won the midfield battle as much as we lost it because that wasn't the shape, the discipline, the pace, the work rate that we're that we're used to. And we'll come back to this point time and time again. It's because we had far too many players out there who were grafting through a knock. Uh, I'll hesitate to say exhaustion, but certainly some, some, some fatigue and they were patched up and out there 80% because that's the best, that's the, the best chance we thought we had of winning the game or getting a results it in the final day. It didn't pay off, but that, that lack of any platform, um, incentive in particular was just so
0: out of character for, for, for this forest side. Yeah. I mean, Bournemouth had like, Gary Cahill sat in the sands, like the commentator said, they've got three players for every position. Obviously it's great to see David Brooks sat in the stand. He's a quality player and good to see him back on the road to health, but Bournemouth had the strength and depth that Forrest don't. And maybe, I mean, obviously you want to go up automatically, Greg, but the fact that we know now it's the playoffs and it this one extra game that Middlesbrough, Luton, Sheffield United, they don't have that knowledge now that they can potentially rest players I mean this whole game is it's not the worst thing in the world now, is it, to be able to at least tinker with the squad if he wants to.
1: Yeah. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because you don't want to get injuries, but there's no stress on Saturday now. There's no you know, there's no panic. We should be third or fourth. So I don't think we can finish fifth, can we? Um so I, I do think it's important that we that we are at home for the second leg because we're a very good away side and we can pick up points anywhere or, or win games anywhere. Not so much points, is it, in the playoffs? But um, I don't know. I I can't decide tonight whether Bournemouth were good or not. I thought they played a lot of long balls, especially in the first half. And the midfield just seemed to be like it was tennis between the defense, each defence. But I think we do have a lot of to learn from today and if it is a team like Luton on a similar site ground and pitch you know it's it's kind of happened twice now in the last few weeks hasn't it in that that kind of situation so hopefully uh, we've a lot to learn from it but I don't know there's just a lot to think about again now isn't there it's it's back to everything's about Forest for the next few <laughs> days and weeks
2: I agree Greg that internal focus so forget about who we might play um, I know a few people are asking who we'd, who we'd like to play. Can't control it. So don't don't make the chat, don't make the prep, don't make the analysis about who we're going to face at this stage. Make it about addressing the things that we've seen go awry, restoring the fitness of the, the boys that are um, perhaps um, running on slightly empty tanks at the minute and having that internal focus and getting back to a position where we know if we play our game, if our boys hit their straps, if we take the chance when it comes, we can take on anybody because whatever happened um, tonight um, our, our form as a as a playoff team um, should have others thinking that they need to make changes to accommodate us not the other way around so that's that's what our hopes happening in the in the on the forest coach now and and that's where i hope we get that get our headspace to before the next game both as a you know as a fan base and as a team of players and coaches
0: uh, I thought Bournemouth were good to be fair. That's what Greg said, think good. I mean, he occupied a lot of players, and um, I think Billing and Lerma were good. Give that. I think you give them credit. And the-, the thing they did, you know, they pinned, they got in behind Jed Spence more than a lot of teams I've seen this season, which is probably to, to Scott Parker's credit to be fair. So I think you give Bournemouth credit. Um, are you going to hold, Greg? Yeah, yeah. What do you We've want to got, see from um... the Forest fans?
1: I think they're going to... I, I rang Laura straight after the game and I said, "What, what, what's it like? And they were still walking out the ground. And, yeah, she was annoyed with the Bournemouth fans, of course, but I'm sure it'd be a similar situation if we had gone up. But I feel like everyone's heads are up. You know, it, nobody expected us to be where we are back in November. And we're here now and I think we're ready. So Saturday, I don't know, bit of a celebration of how far we've come, I'd say. We've got two buses going up, we've got Colin Barrett coming with us and it it should be a good day and it should be a you know, a day to get ready for the playoffs and get excited about and see who we're gonna play and start thinking about all that again and this yeah, this disappointment and of course it's gonna be, you know, the odd strange comment, I'm sure, but heads down for tonight, but tomorrow I'm sure everyone's focus is gonna be forgetting about what's just happened and ready for Realistically, where for the last few months we've obviously thought we were going to be, or hoped we were going to be, you know, this ridiculous run of what is it, eight wins in nine games, or or whatever it was, that was just unreal, and it just shows how far we've come and how good we can be. Uh, tonight's an off night where you know maybe we are shattered. Saturday we've got a great opportunity to get some of that fitness back, and then like Temp said earlier. All the other teams in the playoffs now are playing for something, or most of them anyway. We've got a, a, a nice Saturday, hopefully, now, just to see what happens and who we're
0: playing. Mm. What do you want to see? on? Uh, if you were picking a team, Temps, in fact, I'm going to read out a team I've picked while Greg was talking and see if you think this is any good. Uh, Samba, I'm still picking goal. lorea to rest Spence. I'd give Panzo a debut. Figueiredo, McKenna, Unless you want to play so I just rest them all. I suppose you have to play Cole back, left wing back, unless I'm missing someone. Uh, Cafu, Ajada, Mites and Silver Lolly. So I'm basically resting anyone, that, apart from Samba, an A defender that might start. I mean, is, am I being too cautious there? Well, I, I'd wrap them up in cotton wool. What, what would you do? Yeah, that doesn't feel like what
2: Cooper's mindset would, would, would be. I think players like Joe Worrell do seem... Bulletproof, and at the moment, and you think they could um, go on and on. Uh, some players need the rhythm, don't they? And there are a fair few days, obviously, between uh, the final league game and the and the first leg of the of the playoffs. What I really want to see on Saturday is Greg in full red and white face paint celebrating a win on the on the on the highlights. That's my uh, my picture of success. A I'll do it at Wembley. For I do him. it, do it at Wembley. Do it at Wembley. <laughs> so, so yeah, look, so, some players are, are crying out for that for that rest. Um, but you know, is is Panzo going to going to be the answer in the playoffs? Probably, probably not. Therefore, tougher to justify the minutes. Whereas, you know, Lloria needs to be prepped um, in case it is Middlesbrough in the in, in the semi-finals. There are, there are some players who who need minutes. Um, and some players who would be getting minutes to, to rest others. So I think what we will see is probably four, five, six changes rather than, uh, rather than the 10 that you're you're calling for. Um, no. But yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll back Cooper's decision, whatever, whatever it is. As I say, I don't want this to turn into any kind of critique of uh, the position we've got ourselves into because we've had a bit of a bad, bad trot tonight. There will be changes, but I, I don't personally see it being every outfield
0: player. Yeah, do you have to rest Yates? I mean, obviously Yates is injured potentially, so that's a concern. But Yates and Garner, I thought, did look tired tonight. Well, you, you've got to give them a rest, have you, Greg? Who was the one outfield player you were keeping in? Well, I'd probably Coleback, unless you can think of someone else playing.
1: I think um, you have to keep the captain playing. I think Worrell has to play. He's like he does not want to be sat <laughs> on that bench. I'm certain, but. Yates took a nasty knock and he never really recovered from it, and it kept showing him. So, I think you'd be forgiven to for rest in him. Cook is probably going to need stitches because that thing, no matter how much vaseline he kept putting on it, it weren't stopping, was it? And it, it wasn't just. It, I think he went through two shirts in the end. So now you'd expect Yates maybe not to play, Cook maybe not to play, but Figueredo was absolutely on the same par as those other three central defenders. So, there is no issue which one drops out for him. And like you say, the Spence scenario, whether it be in the semis or the final, I think that's one tactically where you think we have to prepare for that just in case. So, for for me, Yates, uh, Cook and Spence get a rest. But I'm no manager, am I? (laughs) So...
2: The surge will be interesting because that'll that'll be indicative of where
0: Keenan Davis is in in his recovery. So I think that Mm. we'll learn a bit from that selection. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised to see Davis on the bench. Not necessarily. I mean, I don't don't know, but if he's close, maybe give him ten minutes if there is a chance. That would certainly be a huge boost.
1: Or a Swan or Larson. or you know. But then they've got massive. They've got massive games coming up, haven't they? Yeah,
0: (laughs) they've got their own
1: playoffs.
0: So. Mm, that's true that's true greg how are you how do you think about the playoffs then you sound oh, you sounded broken to start with i know you said you're at peace but I don't, you, you sounded distraught you sound more upbeat in the last 10 minutes Did these last belief still
1: these last few days have i can't even say it's been enjoyable as it is restless and you know being at work today was just not very fun and it, it, it just it was a it was a, an anxious time wasn't it and i I feel like the playoffs is always where we, we we thought and hoped we'd be before this incredible run. So I honestly thought tonight was a free hit that we, we obviously missed. And the playoffs, we are the team nobody wants. I don't care. Everyone's got injuries. Nobody wants Nottingham Forest. We're, we've been the best team in this last half of the season. And I think over two legs, whoever it is, you know we have the odd bad day, but we don't have two, and I think over two legs we will really show that we're we're ready for this and you you look back over previous year, years like when Aston Villa just missed out and did it in the playoffs and I genuinely feel like it's <laughs> you know it's written in the stars finally the Wembley experience and who knows from there but I'm all right now i'm fine i'm not, I won't be watching any highlights or you know, I won't be searching through. the. I wouldn't be watching a podcast on tonight, So, <laughs> <laughs> i <can't> say that. <laughs> Please
0: watched this podcast until the end. Or...
1: Um, um, oh, I don't know. I, I, give it a day or two and everyone's, this city's going to be buzzing again and ready for a
0: massive couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm going to struggle with the playoffs. I mean, I didn't feel nervous until I finished work at five and then I said in our WhatsApp group, I ate five packs of mini cheddars and (laughs) walked around the village where I live for about half an hour before I picked my kids up to try and distract myself. But uh, yeah, I hate the playoffs. Anyway, how are you feeling about the playoffs, Tim?
2: Yeah, I think me and Greg deal with stressful situations in slightly different ways. (laughs) And your your little Alan Partridge outburst eating toe groans or mini cheddars or whatever it was. Um, isn't my method? What's either.
0: your method? Go down the gym. For <laughs> Go hours. for a run.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, probably more of like that. I mean, look, be, being around um, sportsmen work wise is interesting. Some of them are able to just trivialise the stress of the situation they're in and deliver a performance, whereas others um, really feel it. I think they'd all benefit from uh, bottling a bit of Greg's positivity and uh, yeah, buying a bit of it from the from the club shop. I think that that mindset's great, but. Um, yes, look, some some do freeze under pressure. That's not what happened to us tonight. We're physically tired. It wasn't any kind of lack of uh, mental prep. So between now and the playoff games, um, that's, that's the key for me, that mindset. We know man for man, matches up against 11 boys from any of those playoff contenders. We're the better side. We've got dangerous players all over the pitch. There's probably six or seven of our 11 that have um, aspiration and the pedigree to become premier league players um, at some point in their career they're all motivated um, to do it for us it feels like a moment in time we know they'd have to be rebuilding if we didn't go up so this is our moment let's make it count and yeah we will be bookies favorites for a reason no emotion that's statistical that's based on the players that we've got so we've just got to make sure we're absolutely prepared tactically physically um for that first playoff game i i I really don't mind what happens on 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 Saturday um, to your point Matt, we have to use that as preparation for the for the games that that follow um but yeah in terms of my uh personal mindset <laughs> I'm okay a bit more relaxed than than you two and determined to enjoy it.
0: I'm all right. It's just the, the, the I'm going to dismiss the memories of years gone by. That's the plan, and see how they go. I mean, one thing that gives, does give me solace is exactly what you were saying there, Tam. about mindset. Because Cooper, if you wanted a manager for that that kind of aspect, there's no one better, is there, Greg? And, and he's had experience in the playoffs. He'll have learned, and he can pass. He's the man to pass that on and give these players a, the right mindset for these games now, isn't he?
1: Mm, I- even these uh, pre-match comments tonight were superb about, I know in the end we didn't win, but the mindset side of it where he was saying how ready they all are and how excited they all are to play and they can't wait to get out there and that's going to be the same and that's what's been working throughout this whole season so far, has not it? They're young, they're fearless. They're not like me panicking and you know running routes around work trying to find something to take Something off my mind, but I just feel like these, these modern professionals handle everything so much better. And then you've got players like Zink who've done it before, you know, they've handled all these situations so well before we've got the perfect mix of brilliant, talented youth and experienced players like your cooks and your Zinks who've been there and done that. And, you know, I just, I feel like this season has been too good so far for it to end. And I, I just genuinely believe that, that we are gonna do it.
0: Good. You're giving me <laughs> belief. No, I do but <laughs> I, I I do believe Forest are the best. Whoever the four teams are in the playoffs, Forest are the best of them. And if they turn up and perform, they will win the game. Barring some you need a bit of luck, I'll like flashing back to two thousand and three with a you know Dodgy Ref and Neil Warnock and all that. But Forrest are the best best squad, whoever's in the playoffs. So I've got belief. Right, I think we'll leave it there. Unless either of you two have anything to add, Chats? No,
1: I've just... Uh, I've loved doing this this season. It's been uh, such a good run and so easy to do it after every game it seems I've been on. We, you know, we've been winning. So it was a tough one tonight and possibly the last one of the season. But I just think... The playoffs are going to be a completely different story and another brilliant memory. So,
0: cheers. It's not the last one of the <laughs> Why are you quitting on us now? Oh well, no,
1: I mean I'm at the game on Saturday. I might be a little bit intoxicated, to be
0: honest. We'll <laughs> do one after Saturday. We'll do one after the playoffs if we, yeah. yeah Although, okay, we'll, post season. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll be back. We're not going anywhere. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, thanks to everyone who watched along on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed it. Good to see so many of you with us so late at night after a disappointing defeat Obviously, we move on to the playoffs. If you enjoyed it, do like and subscribe as it really helps us. And do subscribe on iTunes if you're listening to this later. Uh, I'm about to go and upload it. Temps, thank you very much. Cheers, Matt. Good to see you, Greg.
1: Yeah, and you, mate.
0: And we'll see everyone else on uh, Monday. Thank you very much.